Gone are the days when we used to miss interview just because we are late. There are jobs going, but there are also jobs coming back. Say hello, they do not say hello. They are like, ni hao. You are listening to The Recruiter's Podium, a show that brings you the world of recruitment on a podcast with me, Shama Bhatt. Welcome to another episode of our podcast where we dive deep into the stories and journeys of individuals who are making a significant impact in their respective fields. So today we have a remarkable guest with me, someone who possesses a unique talent for connecting individual talent with opportunity and has made a meaningful impact on the global recruitment. Welcome Preeti on our show. Thank you Shama, thank you so much. I'm glad directly get into the conversation. Uh so Preeti, have you observed any interesting cultural or consumer trends that have emerged as a result of a recession? As a recession per se cultural trends into recruitment you're asking about yeah. then yeah there's culture shift we have seen in recruitment and there's a huge, i mean basically a huge culture shift we have seen in uh, due to pandemic mm-hmm. and there's a recent development happened in few years it uh, it it could be it it is because of the internal and external workplace and it's usually influenced by the you know societal and workplace development so one of the biggest shift what i have seen through the pandemic because of the pandemic uh, you know everything has become both virtual like everything is virtually done and if you're talking about in the uh, terms of recession then yeah uh, it had uh, like the trends had been hit and uh, there are a lot of jobs coming and going because of the project needs project requirement and like i said there's things happening virtually so now the jobs are not you know uh, limited to one one area or region so because of that any person can do one job based anywhere so due to recession yes uh, people are trying to cut the cost and everything so what is happening is that many of the companies are trying to go you know as like with respect to cost they are not limiting themselves just to their region so where they find a work uh, is done in cheaper uh, cost so they try to move towards that location it's not necessary it will be in their own area i mean in their own country or host country it can be anywhere so this is one thing which i have seen and because of that re- reason uh, like you know global hiring or you can say international hiring or global hiring has amped up and major region what we see right now is that or most of the remote workers why they work why an employer is looking for a remote worker is just and just because there's a lot of cost cutting i mean they do not have to spend a lot of money in their you know office setup location setup and all they can be placed anywhere and they just have to do the work so it's a win-win situation so it's like it's win for an employer that their work is getting done in much lesser pay mm-hmm. and an uh, employee is getting paid so this is one of the thing which i have seen uh, and i think it's going to stay here for a long time mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to be there i think the future is all about uh, mostly into virtual working Mm-hmm. and because of virtual working i have seen that you know entire recruitment process is also 
uh, shifted. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to see, we never had a culture of, you know, not being physically present during interview. Mm-hmm. But now since I have been into recruitment business, I have seen that, you know, you don't have to be physically present anywhere. Like a person from India can give interview entire whole from uh, you know, their first interview till joining, onboarding, even exit is happening virtually. So this is a big thing because of pandemic, we had so many things, but this is a good part, a positive thing we have seen. And uh, it's like, you know, more and more uh, companies, they are accepting this. It's not that they don't want it um, and they are very freely accepting it. So it's a predominant trend right now. Mm-hmm. virtually working virtually interviewing yes, so yes. this is something very you know interesting and also it's been influenced and it's going to stay here for long mm-hmm. and it's also cost effective it's beneficial i mean gone are the days when we used to miss interview just because we are late we are stuck in traffic and we were not able to take out time because you know we are not going to have leave but now at just an ease of you know one or one and a half are being at your own place, you can give interview virtually via it is telephone or your laptop or anything, any modes and medium is preferred. So this has been one of the good shift. And also in the recession per se, yes, uh, people are trying to cut costs from everywhere. There are jobs going, but there are also jobs coming back. Mm. And mostly are into uh, someone who have you know is working remotely working mm-hmm. so could you tell me any of the challenges that you have faced uh, while recruiting for you know uh, these uh, on-site regions like singapore or mm-hmm. okay yeah so there see one of the things we have is that you are good you're going to do an international you have a lot of exposure you're not uh, restricted to just one location now you're doing everywhere, like you can place job in anywhere. If there is internet, it, it can happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the challenge what we see over here, and it's going to remain for the all region. One, time difference. Second one, language barrier. Mm-hmm. The third will be, you will not be ex- uh, too much aware of the uh, local, I can say law or local uh, whatever locally culture okay. like how the culture is you know the first thing when i talk about time yes so i basically work from india and i hire people everywhere so mm-hmm. my job is like that i am an early shift i work with early shift i start somewhere around six to seven mm-hmm. so i find myself working morning let's say in japan region in afternoon i shift to dubai in later evening, I'm in Europe region. So sometimes even after logging out, I am on LinkedIn or other platform just connecting with candidates and explaining them, making them. So it's like an around-the-clock job. It is very demanding, but you have to prioritize how you are going to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the time difference. But when uh, there is a good candidate, they understand you are based in different time zones. So they do take you know, they do give a, a flexibility of time when they are available. So for the initial stage, we do have this uh, challenge that how to connect with one candidate or how to connect with one vendor in which time zone we are not. Mm-hmm. 
and second is that the language so not everyone is friendly speaking english yeah uh, if you are going to go like like japan korea mm-hmm. taiwan hong whenever you call them they are just they we say hello they do not say hello they are like ni hao Oh. or their own language mm. greetings yeah okay and they really do not entertain people who are of not their yeah. background but there are some people who do consider mm. oh the the front person is not from our region and we cannot so language barrier is always there that's mm. the second thing and the third is that you have to be aware of the local uh, laws and how the working is carried out how Mm-hmm. they are doing whether you are placing them in the same country or you are placing them to some other country you have to have all the details handy and at any moment they are going to ask anything and you are not aware of it so it would be found something very uh, you know to them it's like oh this hr is telling me a job but they do not know the basic mm-hmm. rule or the basic thing if they ask us this question so we always have to have our uh, background checks i mean background all the details in our hand before pursuing pursuing with any candidates or anyone so these three things are the top major thing what i can see mm-hmm. and after that when one uh, you know get to a different level let's say when they are interviewed and all there are other different cha- uh, challenges but these three are major like time language law and compliance are the basic challenge what we face but there is always a learning yeah you do good research and then you are all good market research is needed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes because different time zones as well right different time zone is really and the way they speak est yeah. gmt and all you have to be yeah on that you have mm-hmm. to understand yeah. and some uh, europeans are not very um, i want to say friendly but they are not flexible mm-hmm. they're like i work from 9 to 5 i only have window of 9 5 to 6 so connect me in that time so i have to sometimes be you know awake till 10 or 11 just to have one quick conversation mm-hmm. it could be whether anything so yeah like in asian country uh, like hong kong japan and all they do not prefer to talk like they are not good with talking they would always be connect me on a messenger or connect with me on a other modes of communication where they will not use their voice they'll just use their messages so first they want to have that confidence via message and once they know that this is a genuine person this is something interesting then they are going to proceed with call they're not good with call or calling they mostly block the calls so you should have an another means how you have to catch this person if you had found him by a reference or linkedin or anywhere and want to connect them so you have me mm-hmm. so these are actually the challenges okay uh, and how this cross border hiring or you know work with work visas h1b visas um, and cultural con- uh, considerations affect the hiring process yeah it's actually see basically in layman language the process of sourcing and interviewing or anything hiring from across the world is international recruitment but dealing with you know this candidate in different region is different mm-hmm. it's not necessary this resources are based in the same country or they will be see there's a host country and home country concept mm-hmm. home is where you're working and home will be somewhere else 
aware mm-hmm. so like like my home country is india but my host country is singapore mm-hmm. and i work for their client and they can be located anywhere so how the uh, interesting thing is that let's say i'm hiring mostly for a a country and i have to deploy them over there mm-hmm. so there is a proper process that i am domestically sourcing candidate and placing them in x country that's one thing mm-hmm. and the another kind of sourcing is there there's already some number of foreigner available in that country and placing them so there you have to do another kind of paperwork and there is another kind of thing you there's already local people in that country and you have to place them to the same location or somewhere else wherever the client is looking for so yes there is a lot of people work involved every country has different regulation every country has different kind of pay scale every country has different kind of demands and all so there's a lot of paperwork which is done and you have to be aware of it mm-hmm. so paperwork challenges are there sometimes uh, when you are placed for a client and that client's project is in certain kind of thing into banking domain or it's a very crucial thing so the uh, what is it the background verification was very strict mm-hmm. very strict in all the details of that pe- of that particular candidate even sometimes they ask for their family details like is he single if he's married or she is married then the spouse details and everything goes so there it it depends on which country you are it depends on which company you will be working it depends on what project you will be working so depending on that there are different type of paperwork which is involved and when we are sourcing we know for which project we are doing so we well in advance let them know Mm-hmm. that to uh, the process might take time so it could be anywhere from uh, one month not one month one month we do take to approve the application but between 2 to 3 and a half month it does take to place one candidate from their home country to host country mm-hmm. and finding the candidate is also a challenging part right oh uh, well see mm, since it's an international recruitment if the client is saying i want from one region mm-hmm. then it is yes but if it's a remote job and they are they are telling i want from any part of the world then it's not actually mm-hmm. what do you say uh, challenging but where the challenge actually comes is that the client have very innovative kind of uh, demands like they want everything in one person mm-hmm. right literally everything Mm-hmm. so they have this idea that uh, is a all kind of requirement so that is where we face the challenge mm-hmm. some some kind of uh, mm, uh what do you say skill sets are not much appreciated not appreciated but not highly used in some part of the world and some where it is like in india you will find all kind of from banking domain to it healthcare every mm-hmm. but there are few uh, countries uh, if you say it then they again have bifurcation they have healthcare it and all and you will only find one particular categories i mean domain so to find another domain will become a challenge so that is where we face challenge 
like the minute details what client have they are looking for is where actual challenge comes Mm-hmm. and also the challenge is that you know since we do global uh, sourcing mm-hmm. um, we cannot have platforms like platforms as in the job boards of all mm-hmm. the countries like it's insane it's so huge amount so we do not have uh, platforms of for job hunt we usually have one or two basic like linkedin is the most basic mm-hmm. so that is also one reason where our Uh, research get restricted that we are through LinkedIn, so we have to find our other ways. That what are the other platform which are useful? We try to source for free way. We try to grow go via vendor via the placement agency and all. So there's a lot of research work goes on, mm-hmm. and the candidates have to be genuine enough as well. Yeah, that is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have to be genuine that is um, see most of the places where we hire we already have one working body over there mm-hmm. some kind of small setup so that's been taken care of that we will know that this person is genuine mm-hmm. so that basic thing will be covered up mm-hmm. yes and uh, this one is for our listeners if you are in the it industry and looking out for job opportunities in singapore or any Uh, on-site regions, then you are in a seat because Preeti will definitely guide you for your journey. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I would be glad, happy, happy mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. place you all. It will also be a good um, into my KRS. I'll have a good closure then. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, if you could give a candidate one superpower to excel in their role, what would it be and uh, why? One superpower to excel in their role. Yeah. Okay, so you always have to be confident about your what you have and what you can do. That's just thing. Confidence and your experience will speak. Nothing else. I mean, I have seen people who make wonderful CVs, wonderful, but when they are placed for interview, they are not able to crack it. So, your confidence and your experience, what you have, is going to make you shine. Yeah, it's uh, sometimes it's more beyond the uh, things that is written in papers. Yeah, papers, and also I have been that there. There sometimes they have nothing in their CVs. I mean, mostly you know, uh, technical people they do not know how to present. Though they are really very good because they do not know this part of mm-hmm. that how you have to frame things to show. They are really very good with technical things. I know, but then. Are like as an HR, I am or a recruiter, I am. What I am going to see in your in your CV is the thing. What you have done, like what is your project? What are your experiences? How you have worked? What technologies you have worked? What are the uh, you know your responsibility you have worked on? What were your challenges and how you have you know uh, carry out those? So those things are going to help us out. So just two three lines. Not not too much, but two three lines will give us an idea. Oh, this person has done this thing, and we are confident enough to you know, see this. Eighty percent of the part really does see. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to speak to that candidate if that CV stands out. Mm-hmm. If the CV is not standing out, not giving me the required information, like there are people who have worked on so many things, and when I ask why it's not mentioned in your CV, like oh, I don't know. 
they don't know how to present it. So that is where most of the people, you know, not able to understand. Yeah. And when they do the resume screening, there are possibilities that the resume might get rejected. Yeah, yeah, yes. That's one thing. Uh, because they do, we do, we usually work on if you know, or you know, the Boolean searches and everything. We go through the keywords. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for those keywords, and I'm looking for those keywords in your project. I'm looking for those keywords. How many years of experience are there? So yeah, these all things. That's. I mean, they should make a note, and when they are trying to update their CV, they should take care of it. Whereas if you're going to see someone from non-IT background, let's say a marketing domain or a sales domain, what they have not done, all things they are going to add it. So the confidence they have. Mm-hmm. So you are two kind of roles from different groups. So a sales guy will have everything, but they have not worked in out of that five or more than their staff but they have mentioned everything. Mm-hmm. Whereas the society guy, he has worked in everything, but he had just mentioned five things. Yeah. So I'm pretty much done with uh, whatever I had to ask. Is there anything you would like to tell our listeners or anything about recruitment? I mean, yeah, uh, not much. Uh, a recruitment is one of that thing, which is not going to go anywhere. I mean, you will always find changes to do the mm-hmm. things like, like I was saying, nobody has thought that for an interview, one has to not be physically present. But now we are doing interview only part of the world just because of, you know, with the, you know, a virtual benefit, like virtual interview, all the things are getting. Mm-hmm. So that's not going to go anywhere. It's, it's only going to get evolved. It will change. There will new things come. And new kind of, uh, you know, Trends going to come and said, but this recruitment is always going to stay. So the part one has to find job for someone. It it will be there in the market whenever it's going. Though we have AI, mm-hmm. but still at the end of the day we have AI chat box data analysis and everything. There will be a need of human to see it, understand it, and go ahead. That human. Is need to understand it will always be there. Agreed. Yeah. So that's all from my side. If you have anything, you can ask me. I mean, I have all, not say all the things, but with my experience of mm-hmm. 8 to 10 plus years, I have done a lot of international recruitment, domestic recruitment, so a lot of things, mostly into ID I have done. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of thing going on in my mind. Uh-huh. And this is so less time, but it, it's good. Whatever we had shared and mm-hmm. all. I, I, I hope you're quite satisfied with that. Yes, yes, I'm uh, I'm, I'm, I'm able to share. I'm, I'm able to share something of my experience to anyone who is listening. Mm-hmm. And if they are benefited, I'm, I'll be glad. I'll be really glad about it. Mm-hmm. You can connect me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is one that thing I'm never away. Uh-huh. So yes, you can connect me anytime. Sure, sure, I'll do that. And we have covered pretty much of the topics like international hiring, cross-border challenges, work visas, cultural fit, and all, and resumes as well. So 
So we have covered major aspects. Okay, yeah, that's great. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, thank you so much for joining on our podcast with me and you know sharing your aspects about international recruitment and you know all of that. It was a pleasure to have you as a guest. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure too that I am able to you know help or share my details and somewhat my details with you. So um, I'm glad. Thank you so much. Basically, you know what I really felt is that uh, someone has taken this uh, thing like you know a podcast for someone i'm big fan of podcast to be very honest mm. you will always i'm old i'm a podcast consumer when i'm working i in my background some kind of podcast is always on so i never thought there will be a podcast for hr and i was like wow this is such a new innovative thing that i will be able to share my experience and whoever going to ask me that what is your experience unless i am in an interview no one asks i hope i did some justice yes yes you did you did oh and i'm looking forward for more podcasts with you yeah thank you so much if you want just let me know uh whenever i'll have time i'll be very honored to have help anything from my experiences benefited to you guys and i'm always up sure sure thank you so much you know even thinking that for sure thank you so much for joining yeah thank you